Hello and welcome to the first solo episode of the Fit for Success podcast with myself, Archie Gravener. And on today's podcast, I wanted to give you a little bit of an insight behind my journey into fitness and the world of entrepreneurship as a whole. It certainly hasn't been a simple and easy journey. And there's been, I think, a lot of things that will resonate with people, entrepreneurs and other fitness professionals and anyone that is striving to do something uh, with their life will resonate with. Now, I say that I haven't been through a big traumatic experience. I had a great, great family that brought me up and I haven't had too much uh, trauma in my life, but I feel like there's a lot of little things uh, that will resonate with other entrepreneurs and high-performing people along my journey, uh, all the way from being a child to where I am now, that is going to resonate with you. So I'm going to take you all the way back to childhood because back in my childhood, there was a lot going on that I think formed me as the man I am today and what I do. Now, when I think back to my childhood, I was the child in class from a very, very young age. I was the disruptor. I was the one that would cause mayhem. I was the one that would uh, be, be a naughty child. And I don't think I ever did it purposely. I just really feel like the school system pigeonholed me into something that I am not. It made me into something that I didn't want to be. I had to conform. And like I said, I was pigeonholed into something. And I think all through my, my school career, shall we call it, I was told that I couldn't do what I wanted to do. And actually what I wanted to do was the incorrect thing because you had to fit with the norm. You had to go through this process of just doing the maths class, the English class, so on and so forth. And for me, that never suited me as a person. And like I say, I turned into a bit of a disruptor. So I went through the school years from the age of five all the way to however old you're at school until really uh, struggling with, with that. And I lent into the personality of being the disruptor, being the person that just caused, caused chaos at school. I think I realized quite early on that a normal conformist life wasn't for me. And this is probably something that will resonate with a lot of entrepreneurs out there. The conformist life wasn't for me. It, the system wasn't built for me, okay? And what that turned into when I was about 14, 15 years old, and I was in like the later years of secondary school, was I, st I started my journey into entrepreneurship by selling sweets on the school playground. And again, I bet there's a lot of people listening to this that did the exact same thing. I would go to Asda or Costco or something like that and buy the sweets in bulk get them when they're on a deal and then I'd go uh, into school and I'd sell them at four times of the price um, and it got to the point where I was taking in like duffel bags uh, worth of sweets when I was when I was like 14 years old and actually for for the time earning pretty good money I, I quit my paper rounds and uh, just lent into in a sweet dealer on the on the on the playground and I distinctly remember there was this point uh, <laughs> at school when um, the head the head teacher called me over and was like why have you got so many bags took me into into their office and laid all of my produce all of the all of the stock of sweets uh, onto the table and it was a really 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 funny moment because you could see how much the teachers wanted to tell me off for it but and then also really really respected uh, the hustle that I've been put in so that was the end of uh, of that journey uh, so to speak to start with um, but I think that's just an example of me wanting to break the norm from an early age because of what that school system pigeonholed, uh, pigeonholed me into. I then came out of school and I continued to conform because I didn't know what else to do, right? And this is the, the system is built for us to do this. We go from one step to another, to another, to another. 
And I went to college. I did my A-levels. I've got four A-levels, business studies, sport and PE, religious studies and English language. Uh, and I just went through that process thinking it was the right thing to do, thinking this is what I needed to do to get a well-paid job, a good career. And I had no idea what I wanted to do. So again, I went through that process conforming, not really knowing what I was going to do with my life, but just conforming and thinking, you know, if I do all right here, uh, I'm, I'm, going to, I'm going to get a good job, earn some good money and uh, go through that process. Now, around about halfway through college, I think this is about when I was 16 years old, uh, I had a connection that had ultimately just started making very decent money online. And I saw, well, my, my eyes opened to that world, right? And I remember saying to my friend, this is when we were 16 years old, my, my best mate, Justin, I said to him, I am going to, I don't know how yet, but I'm going to make money online. I'm going to live in a sunny location and I'm going to get out of the UK. And back then, that was uh, not that I'm really old or anything, but back then that wasn't really a thing to do. And I remember telling people and people kind of laughed at me. They just didn't think it's possible. It's like, yeah, whatever. Anyway, didn't start that journey until much later. So I'm going to take you through the process before that. I came out of college again. I didn't know what to do. I had these A-levels. Uh, I was feeling quite lost. And then my, my mum and dad met someone on a job they were doing. They had a business, uh, a videography business, actually. And they were making a film for a company, uh, a construction company. And they came back with a leaflet for me. And it was a leaflet for uh, apprentice quantity surveyors, a program that they were going to put you through university um, and had really good opportunities to you know, work through to management positions later on and stuff like that. So that felt like the natural progression for myself. Uh, it's just like, oh, this has fallen in my lap. Why don't we give it a go? Why don't we give it a go? So after, after college, I applied for that. And there was hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of applicants. And I was the one that got it. Uh, and I stayed there for, I think, five years, maybe, maybe longer, five and a half years. And I learned a hell of a lot in that role. I went from a trainee quantity surveyor or an apprentice, whatever you want to call me, uh, to an assistant, to a full quantity surveyor managing uh, tens and tens and tens of millions of pounds uh, in construction projects. And that taught me a hell of a lot. Uh, conflict resolution, managing my time, Excel, lots of Excel spreadsheets, reporting financials. It taught me a hell of a lot, but again, it just wasn't for me. I felt pigeonholed and I knew from probably day one that that wasn't going to be what I wanted to do with the rest of my life. It wasn't where I saw my life going. Now, through that period of time, I was trying to find a way to make money online and break the mold and be able to be my own business owner and stuff like that. And I, I tried everything. I tried everything from Forex trading, uh, lost quite a lot of money there actually, the money that I'd saved from my QSing job, uh, to retail arbitrage, uh, and then dropshipping. And dropshipping stuck for me. Uh, don't worry, I'm not going to try and sell you a dropshipping course. I just want to tell you my, uh, my story. Dropshipping stuck for me, and I had a good mentor in that area. And I got to a point where I was uh, turnover-wise doing like 15,000, 20,000 pounds per month uh, at about 10 to 15% profit margins. And that allowed me, so it was an extra like 1,500 to 2,500 pounds per month. That allowed me to build up this safety net of I have another income in the background. And then something massive happened in the world. And you probably guess what I'm going to say. COVID hit us. COVID put us into lockdown. Uh, it meant that we couldn't see our friends, we couldn't see our family. And ultimately I had a hell of a lot of time to think, but I also had a lot of time to play Call of Duty. <laughs> so I tried to use that time wisely most of the time rather than Call of Duty. Uh, and the thinking really helped me uh, come up with what I wanted to do with my life. 
But at the same time, there was that safety net waiting for me uh, at the other end if I wanted to go back to it. So as I was furloughed, I had all that time to think. And then we got told we had to go back into the office. I had to go in my gut decision and I burnt the boats and I just never went back in. I said, I'm not going back in. I'm going to go and do my own thing. So at that point, I had no clients. I had no business. And I just knew that it was the right decision to go all in on myself, believe in myself and push on forwards. Now, a few years prior to that, something really important that I didn't mention here was, and you probably heard this before from a content, if you listen to it, was that I got fat, I got overweight, and I got very unhappy. And a big part of that reason was because I was a bit lost in life. I didn't really know what I was doing. Okay, and that meant that, or, or it led to this spiral. It led to this spiral of not taking care of myself, of, of not loving myself, of not respecting myself. And when I say I didn't respect myself, I would binge eat, I would binge drink, I would go out on the weekends and take drugs. I would do anything to kind of numb the feeling of knowing I was completely out of alignment with who I wanted to be. And that led to an unfavorable position, shall we say. It led to me being just generally unfulfilled, generally unhappy, feeling completely out of alignment with the person that I truly am. And again, I was fat, okay? And during this time when I was overweight, I was working in the construction industry as a quantity surveyor. And the guys in the construction industry are, are un unforgiving people, right? So I, I remember distinctly one day going up the, uh, going up the stairs uh, in the office and someone behind me called me a fat bastard. He said, hurry up, you fat bastard. Uh, and at that moment, a switch just went in my head and I went, I'm gonna sort this out. So over those periods of, I was building uh, the dropshipping business on the side. I had the day job as a quantity surveyor, which was also a, a 90 minute commute from my house. Uh, so I was doing ridiculous hours. I was on the road a hell of a lot for the, for the QS and job going from site to site to site. Uh, and then in my spare time had the, had the dropshipping business. And still with all of that, I managed to drop around 70 pounds of body fat, grow a load of muscle, get into the best shape of my life, uh, look and feel incredible and gain that self-respect and self-love back for myself. And on that journey, I saw how much my life changed, how much my life changed in terms of self-belief, in terms of confidence, in terms of energy levels, productivity, all of these things. And when it came to leaving uh, the, the, the day job in COVID, uh, I, it was an obvious decision what I wanted to go into. I wanted to help people feel the exact same way as me. I wanted to help other high-performing people that know they're high-performers at heart get back into alignment with themselves, with their health, their fitness, uh, and their physique goals, okay? So that's what I ultimately went into. I uh, started a business called Agraph Fitness Limited. Uh, that was when it was just myself, and uh, yeah, we just worked on the physique side of things. Uh, and that's since developed into the Optimized Entrepreneur, where we help entrepreneurs and high-performing people uh, ultimately get into the best shape of their life physically and mentally and gain the edge in their day jobs, in their businesses uh, to, to be better um, as well. And I know how much this can help and that's why I'm so damn passionate about it. Uh, and yeah, I absolutely adore what I do now. And uh, I think the decision to burn the boats and go all in on myself is, has truly paid off. Um, but if you're someone that's listening to this and, and you're in the same position uh, as I was, you know, maybe life's in a really good place and you've got a really good job or maybe you've got a really good business, you earn a load of money, 
but something feels out of alignment with yourself, that's because you're not acting as a high performer in these areas of life. You don't have high performing habits. You don't have high personal standards, okay? And in order to regain that, you have to work on yourself and you have to flip that switch and commit to yourself that you're really going to make a serious change, okay? So I wanted to leave you with a couple of big takeaways here and the biggest lessons that I learned on my own journey from losing 70 pounds of body fat, building uh, multiple six-figure businesses, uh, and then on the side of that as well, obviously being on the road a lot and having a, a pretty stressful time during that time. Okay, I wanted to leave you with my biggest lessons that you can potentially plug and play into your life as well. Now, the first one I mentioned this already is that you have to make that decision, okay? You truly have to make that decision and dive in head first, dive in two foot, whatever analogy you want to use, okay? Make sure that you commit to it. Don't just commit to the goal, you have to commit to the actions behind it. Understand that it's going to take work. Understand that you have to put the action in every single day if you want to get to somewhere special and make sure that you put in that work. Flip the switch, make the decision to do it. And when you make that decision, understand the actions. Stop being a talker and start doing, okay? Second tip, the biggest lesson that you can take away is delayed gratification. Now, a lot of people when listening to this will understand delayed gratification in other areas of their life, uh, their business, their work life. They'll understand that you have to put in work today that you won't see the, the fruits of your labor for six months or 12 months. You have to go into your fitness journey uh, understanding that there's going to be delayed gratification. You know, you don't go to the gym once, uh, look in the mirror and look better, although you'll probably feel better. You need to be willing to, to delay that gratification. And now we live in a, in a world of instant gratification. We have dopamine at our fingertips. We have uh, Amazon Prime that can be delivered on the same day now. Everything is instant gratification. You have to be willing to delay that gratification to, to get where you want to go, okay? So yeah, that wraps up uh, that episode about my own journey and I hope that was useful to someone out there. And if, if this resonates with you and you want to talk about anything, my, my DMs are always open. Please feel free to contact me. Uh, I would love to help and assist in any way or just share some thoughts. Um, and more than anything, I'd love it if you could just uh, share this episode if it, worked, if, it, if it worked for you and there was something valuable in here. Share it with a friend, share it with a family member or uh, share it on your socials. I appreciate it.